Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Brother, my brother, you can hold it all together. Night brings night. part for me about the Heritage Classic is that Rural Alberta Advantage did not play that song. That's a great song. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brennan S. Scott, Kellen Kennedy joining you. The Friday edition of Oilers Now jam-packed show coming up from Daily Faceoff with the horses and horse racing in Alberta, one of the most plugged-in men of the business, Frank Saravalli. And then we'll hear from uh, former NHLer, Washington Capitals analyst Al May, and throwback Friday for Conlon Motorsports. An emotional George LaRock coming up as well. Let's get right to it. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling. 21 minutes ago, it was made official. The Edmonton Oilers have recalled Raphael Lavoie. This after uh, sending down Philip Broberg earlier today. Now, the way it works is the delay in the recall has something to do with the amount of days that get charged on your cap for a player, Lavoie. So Lavoie comes up after Connor Brown got hurt. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure. So the order schedule, Nashville tomorrow, 1 o'clock, puck drop, Cam Moon, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Brandon Escott, Jack Michaels, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. Jack and Louie and Gene have it on the TV side tomorrow. We got it on the radio side. Uh, the Oilers play Nashville tomorrow. Then they embark on a three-game roadie over six days. They'll be in Vancouver on Monday. I think there's a chance Brown might play uh, Monday in Vancouver. Matthias Janmark may be out a little bit later. So the Oilers down to 10 healthy forwards. So they send down the seventh D-man, Philip Roberg, and bring up a guy who had four goals and seven points in his first five games of the season with 27 shots on goal, Raphael Lavoie. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Of course, the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. 780-496-0063. 780-496-0063. Sunday brunch at the River Cree brings a taste of Italy. Uh, Sunday from 11 to 4, find favorites like the tiramisu, French toast, eggs, uh, Benedictine, and more. Book your table at theriverCreeresort.com. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Brendan, Oilers, uh, tough one last night. Played pretty well. We're going we're gonna to get to the audio. We're going to hit on the Sam Gagne story. But just a quick rip on Edmonton uh, recalling 
Raphael Lavoie. Now, well, I know obviously this is what some people had been calling for really since training camp or maybe even beforehand. He's gone down there and he's earned it. He's produced seven points in five games and I, I sent the tweet out to me. Uh, what I'd rather see him focus on right now is making this team harder to play against. He is big enough to do so. He seems to have embraced a little bit more of that in his game. So I think it's an opportunity for him to really not only demonstrate that he can help offensively because he's got that scoring touch as a former second rounder, but he's also 6'4", so let's see it. All right, let's get to the orders now. Audio of all that's brought to you daily by Direct Workwear. Check out Direct Workwear and their new FR Parka with enhanced warming features for only $270. Lots of theater last night. The Oilers played real good team. Dallas Stars. Dallas wins 4-3. Here's the audio recap with Cam Moon. Looking forward to this one. The Oilers and the Dallas Stars. Top of the circle. Marchman clears it out. Maybe a 2-1-1 for the Stars. Duchesne down the left wing. And shot scores. Matt Duchesne. It's it under the pad of Skinner. It's 1-0 Dallas. And now sliding down on the left side. Shoot. Scores. Evander Kane picks up the puck from Nugent Hopkins. I thought we stuck with it. Obviously, uh, coming in here tie game, we, we don't mind that at home, but uh, I think we need to be a little bit more direct, a little more simple through the neutral zone. Taken away by Bouchard. In over the Dallas line. He'll shoot it off the post. Here comes a three-on-one. Hints across. The one-timer scores. Pavelski off the left wing on a three-on-one rush. Cross to Dreisaitl on the right to Bouchard. One-timer off the post. Pass comes across. Dreisaitl to Bouchard. Oh, he ripped it off the post again. Bend to the middle, poked on hit, scores, hints at the side of the goal. It's across to Robertson. They go all the way over to Pavelski. In front of the net, hints, scores. Gets the pass from Pavelski. Another goal off the rush for Dallas. They're up 4-1. to one. Kulak across to CC. His shot saved by Wedgwood. The rebound is under him. He jammed it on net, scores! Sam Gagne! And the Oilers cut the Stars lead to 4-2. Brought in by Kane. He'll make a move across to Gagne. He scores! Sam Gagne! His second of the night. The Oilers are within one. You can feel the energy and obviously love in Edmonton for good reason. And I thought we rallied behind his energy and the energy in the building. Puck rimmed hard by Hockenpah. It's going to roll towards that empty net, but time will run out. And the Oilers will come up one short. The Stars hold on for a 4-3 win over the Oilers, despite Edmonton out shooting them as it sits right now, 50-27. to It's a good lesson for some guys that haven't scored in a long time to see where Sam had his offensive success tonight, right around the blue paint. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Sam Gagne played desperate last night. Desperate to stay in the NHL. The orders, because of cap situations, have basically played 12 and 7 all year, which means you're in. 
I mean, other than having your minutes cut, you're going to play. Uh, Brendan, it was it was great theater, and uh, you know it was interesting. Uh, the, it was a rare off night in the collaboration of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Leon missed two open one timers from the kill zone. Evander Kane, the last three games has been or last four games has been on it. He's been physical. He got it going for the orders. Zach Hyman was a little bit quiet, but Gagne popped up. It was. I mean, you were there. It was wild when he scored that second one. It was. It was pretty cool. Well, it turned a Thursday night against a, a you know a standard Central Division opponent into a playoff atmosphere for a sure. stretch. It was spectacular. It was quite literally deafening when he got that goal, and everyone kind of clued in to what had happened. And it was. I don't know. The only thing that would have obviously made it the complete fairy tale would have been the true comeback victory, no matter who got that uh, final goal. But even for all of that to have unfolded. The way that it did. I mean, you're telling me they can't ride a little bit of that good feeling heading into tomorrow? Well, we're going to get to some of the numbers in a second. Uh, second intermission, I was on the panel with with Jason Strudwick, and I said to Gene, the only Edmonton's down 3-1 here. The only way they're getting back in this game is if they get at least, you know, 15, 16 shots to get to 40. Well, they got 24, 25 shots to get to 49. They were unlucky not to have won last night's game. Like that's that's all there is to it. Like it's not like Wedgwood was locked in. Pucks just hit him. There's there is a degree of luck in hockey, and right now the Oilers don't have any of it. We're gonna take you down a path in a second on that front because I want to know what you think on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Jay Woodcroft did an availability today. Let's get into his thoughts on Gagne giving the team a boost. Well, he's a professional. Um, somebody's gone through different phases of his career. I thought he did give us a good amount of energy yesterday. Scored two goals in the third period. I liked where and how he scored those goals. What an example for some of our younger players that haven't found some success this year. What an example that was for them. I think he's happy to be here. He wants to be part of a solution and he's ready to work. A guy like that, are you comfortable moving him up and down the lineup? Because yeah. he was a first-line guy for a long time. Yeah, and as you saw last night, he started on the line with McLeod and and Holloway, and by the end of the game, he was playing with Kane and Nugent Hopkins. So um, that's something that we pride ourselves on is making sure we're our eyes are open and we're aware of who's going. And he was going last night, so it, it was a pleasure to watch him and and uh, reward him when he was going. All right, that is uh, Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. Leon Drysaddle spoke today. He was asked, are you frustrated or hopeful about having chances but not scoring? Uh, yeah, I think a little bit of both. Um, obviously, we haven't been scoring the way that we want to, um, so... Obviously, there's some frustration there, but, um, you know, I think if we continue to put pucks on net like that, you know, more often than not, um, we'll, we'll score enough to win. And Darnell Nurse was asked, are, are the orders weighed down by high expectations this season? Oh, it's hard to say. Um, I think as uh, as competitors and whatnot, I think you, every year you come in here and you have high expectations of yourself. I think that... Uh, for any player playing in this league, like if you didn't have high expectations of yourself, you wouldn't be at the point that you're at. So, um, for sure, our group uh, has has a lot of confidence uh, and had a lot of confidence coming into to the season. The expectations definitely were high, you know, 
I think at the end of the day, the expectations that we put on ourselves in this room and what we expect from each other are always going to be, uh, you know, a, a lot more than, than outside. So we got to continue to, uh, I said, trust in trust in our group and and just know like our, you know, there's uh, there's a whole lot of good hockey players in there. And Matthias Ekholm uh, was asked his thoughts, knowing that some of his teammates right now are struggling with their confidence. I mean, we know that the young guys are probably gripping the stick harder than we are, even though I feel like terrible right now and it doesn't feel good. Any Anything sucks when you lose. So, But at the same time, you got us some, like, it's a storm and it's whatever, but us in the room have to just remain calm, knowing that we're a great hockey team, knowing that we can uh, beat any team in the league. We're just a matter of you're not going to go 82 games without a, a bad stretch. And um, knowing that uh, last year we got the 50 wins and there was a 10-game stretch where we were as bad. You just, those happen. It's just, you don't want to start that way, obviously. But now we're here. Now that's what's happened. And, and we just got to find solutions. And that's kind of where the focus is. I mean, it's it's not about any panicking anything that's not going to help anyone so again as I said I think it's a solution-based team in here and and we as leaders and we as older guys need to really hammer that message home with the young guys and and, and just make sure we keep working because I think we're doing some good things out there we just need to tighten up a little bit. All right, uh, that's Matthias Ekholm. The Swedish thing, I, I'm pretty sure I've had some shows that have been quote-unquote ass bad. It's got to be a, like a, a Swedish terminology or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be. As long as nobody ever accuses you of smelling that way, I think you're probably okay. <laughs> Is that what the? Can you look that up? I mean, it's, I I, 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 didn't, well, I did I'm not scared. hear not that. on a work computer. I, I I didn't I didn't see see that combination of words together and the girl with the dragon tattoo uh, by Stag Larsson. So I don't know or any what was it the seventh seal or the seventh sign of the famous uh, <laughs> Swedish film director back in Ingemar Bergman back in the early 1960s. All right, this show's going off the rails. Let's get it back on. Brendan, I'm going to ask you a hard-hitting question. Do you remember Shaddy, the dude that called us when the orders were 16-5 and five a couple of years ago to start the year under Dave Tippett, and he said, Bob, it's a mirage. This team's really going to struggle the rest of the way. Do you remember that call we got? We're like, he goes, they're going to have to fire Dave Tippett at some point during the year. Do you remember that call? <laughs> Faintly, yes. Okay. I'll play along. Okay, here we go. In 21-22, first 21 games played, the Edmonton Oilers started the year 16-5. and Their power play was at 35.9% first in the league. Their PK was at 87.7 third in the league. Um, their 5-on-5 metrics, 17th in Corsi, below 50%. Uh, 20th in Fenwick, below 50%. And right at 50% for expected goals for, which was 13th. Koskinen started the year 12-2 and with a 9-14 save percentage. Shaddy's infamous call was there was no way this was sustainable because the team was not good enough five-on-five in its configuration as to how Tippett was deploying his team. So now, uh, by the way, Tyler has been kind enough to text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, I can uh, 100% guarantee you uh, ass bad is not a lyric from uh, ABBA. So that's important because that's one of the greatest Swedish bands of all time. All right. So basically, Shaddy's point was the Oilers were doing it with mirrors. Hot special teams didn't have great five-on-five play. So what happens if we have the opposite? You want the numbers through the first nine games of the season, Brendan? Here we go. Honestly, I don't know if I do, but rattle it off. Okay, here we go. The record's what? Two, six, and one. Okay. Where do you think the power play is right now? 
I was thinking about last night. Off the top of my head, I don't imagine it's in anywhere but the bottom third. No, it's it's 13th in the league at 21.2%. Okay. The penalty killing is 28th at 71.4%. Where do you think the five-on-five five, uh, Corsi is at right now for the orders? That's goals for versus goals against? Uh, shot, shots for shot versus shots shots, against. shots in the offensive zone, including blocks. The shots that get blocked. They pour a lot of shot attempts on the offense. So I, I would say maybe top third in that regard. Second in the NHL. Wow. In five on five, Corsi. Five on five, Fenwick, which takes away the block shots, they're second. Perhaps the most ex- important stat when you're looking analytically at a team five on five, expected goals for. Guess where the odors are in the league? Again, they're second in Corsi and Fenwick. Where do you think they are in expected goals for? Are they at the top of the league? They lead the NHL. Wow. Okay. Save percentage, 866, 31st. So here's the deal. When I give you those numbers, you say, Stoffer and his stupid stats, the team's 2-6-1. and one. Or do you sit there and go, you know, a couple of years ago, we knew it probably wasn't going to sustain itself under the configuration that Tippett was running. A 16-5 and five start. When the team was 17th in Corsi, 20th in Fenwick, and 13th in expected goals for. They're 2-6-1 and one right now. They're second in Corsi, second in Fenwick, and first in expected goals. The other team that's right there with them is Carolina. And oh, by the way, there's only one team with the worst save percentage in Edmonton. Do you know who that team is? That's Carolina. That's Carolina. By the way, Carolina basically plays man. The Oilers started the year in zone and have moved to more of a hybrid. I, I, I'd like to know what people think. You can text us on the app. When you hear those numbers, because they have never been number one in expected goals for. Okay? Their number now. Some of you would say, well, yeah, Stafford, look at the push they had against Vancouver at home, against Winnipeg at home, and against Dallas at home. That's how you end up number one in expected goals for with the amount of shots, volumes, and opportunity. They had the puck pass the goaltender five times yesterday and didn't score. Nugent Hopkins on a wraparound attempt. Connor Brown before he got knocked out of the game. Day-to-day for Connor Brown. And then the three posts for Bouchard. Okay? You tell me. Okay, I'm not telling you how to think. You tell me what you think. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Uh, we hope to uh, ensure that this show is quote-unquote not ass bad. When we come back, uh, we'll have the badass Brendan Escott with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. All right, this text out of Smoky Lake, and it says, Bob, uh, all it means is your stats, they don't matter. Bad defense and goaltending means the orders have started the year 2-6-1. and one. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. And the Fizzler, Bob, on a scale of 0 to Buffy St. Marie, how spurious are the claims that the orders are still contenders? Wow. Did you see that story by CBC? That was quite something. Things you learn. I didn't know. Who knew? All right. uh, Yeah, that was uh, was a good one. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I mentioned that uh, day-to-day for Connor Brown, a little bit longer for Matthias Janmark. That's the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you all season long. James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang of James H. Brown. Proud supporters of the Edmonton Oilers, uh, the Edmonton Elks, and the Alberta Golden Bears, where Stoffer's pulling the trifecta with Cam Moon uh, tomorrow. All right, here we go. Uh, We are going to go into NHL today. And it is presented by 
Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Sabres hosting Philly right now, and the Flyers have a 2-0 lead over Buffalo. It's one of just two games tonight in the league. The Blues hosting the Devils in about half an hour here. Anaheim Ducks head coach Greg Cronin fined $25,000 by the league for unprofessional conduct directed at the officials was ejected uh, from last night's game and obviously got to do a lot to earn that kind of fine, especially after they uh, put the microscope on the coaches. Not sure what he's thinking there. The Oil Kings in action tonight at Rogers Place, 7 o'clock. Moose Jaws in town. Sunday, it's Madison Hat against Edmonton. And uh, who do the Bears have? Well, they got Saskatchewan, of course. You're going to be there tonight and tomorrow. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Yeah, there we go. Well, it's all the Saskatchewan teams are here. Basketball, yeah. football, and hockey. Can you believe that? They They're, shared a plane, I assume. That's why they would do I that. I can right? guarantee you they did not share a plane. <laughs> That is not happening. All right, 529 at Edmonton. We'll take a quick uh, timeout. Eileen Bell has a global news weather traffic update. And when we return, uh, Frank Saravalli for the horses in horse racing Alberta.